Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have David, writer and creator of Forge Webcomic, and we're going to talk about Absolute Carnage, which is a big event for Marvel. And we're going to give our reviews, and we're going to talk about the book and critique both books, issue one and two. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. This is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have my friend David Pickney on the podcast with me. What's up, Dave? What's up? Not much. How's it going? Oh, man, I'm living it, man. I'm living it. I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Okay, okay, okay. Ain't no complaining, man. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on right now. We can't discuss it right now. (laughs) Too much. Too much going on. Too much. Too much. (laughs) Yeah, so I I call you, man. I was and we were talking about um, a certain comic comic book that we love to read. You know, it's, it's Spider Man title. So, you no know, Marvel has a um, a big event called Absolute Carnage, and um, you know everybody who's familiar with Carnage uh, is a um, a Spider Man villain that um, started in Amazing Spider Man three sixty one. Three and it started 361, 362, 363. I'm staying. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, I think you're right. I'm I'm right. Okay, okay, okay. So he's very. He's a psychotic serial. He's a serial killer. So the symbiote kind of attached itself to this character called Cletus Cassidy. You know, Cletus. You know, that's a southern name, man. You know, he's from Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is insane. He's insane. So yeah, so he's been a thorn in Spider-Man's side. For years, you know, and other people's eyes. I mean, other um heroes too. So, so the book is written by Dunny Cates, and the art is by Ryan Stegman, and uh, they're doing a hell of a job uh, with this book, man. I've really been enjoying this book, man. Uh, what about yeah, you? It's, it's been it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. I've liked it so far. Um, yeah, I didn't. I know we'll, we'll get into it when we actually talk more about the the books themselves. But I, I guess I didn't realize just how much carnage. <laughs> It would actually be like this. This book is um, it kind of it kind of went above and beyond what I expected uh, to come out of of uh, a mini series or or I guess an event with with Carnage. So kind of interested to see where where this takes us. Yeah, um, because the book, I mean, Donny Case has been re- been writing Venom for a while now, and uh, yeah. Ryan Stegman has do- been doing the artwork also. I think Ryan Stegman also did some writing too for like a one shot. For yeah. um, Venom, and this has been building up for like a year and a half, maybe maybe two years, I guess if you want to say. And um, yeah, because yeah, Donny Case has been a very busy writer for Marvel. You know what I'm saying? So he's been very busy. Yeah, yeah, he's he kind of blew up all of a sudden on the Marvel side. It, it seems like almost like he came out of nowhere. I just feel like this is not really sure what exactly made him as prolific as it um, as he is you know, now. But really, I feel like that. Guardians book is kind of like where he started to shine, in my opinion. Oh, ben really? Just, yeah, I think Guardians, like, I mean, he was doing great on Venom and, and whatnot, but, like, I feel like Guardians is the one where he started to kind of, that's where I started to really notice. Well, I think, I, I, I beg to differ. Go I mean, for it. 
I think his work with Thanos was excellent, man. And that's he did no, that. Yeah. His Thanos work was, was great. Like none of his stuff that I've read was bad. Oh no. I'm just saying bad, from man. where I think I started to notice him just start to like balloon into writing like so many things for Marvel. Because all of a sudden after Guardians, he was on Carnage, he was doing um uh, uh I think he's doing the, the new Silver Surfer. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. You know, Venom, I guess, is, I guess, technically probably where most people started to, like, really um, see see his work. But his Guardians is the one where I finally was just like, okay, yeah. I read more from this guy. Yeah, you know, like I said, my um, my big thing was he, um, the run he had on Thanos. I mean, that was pretty awesome, man. You know, he brought in the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. was the original character. Probably not an original character, but, you know, he's a different Ghost Rider. Right. Hence the word cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> so he did that. That was a great run he did. I think it lasted up to thirteen issues, maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, man. It was it was a short run. Right. It was. So I mean, it it was yeah. good, man. And you know, all the stuff that he's done has been has been at least that I've read anyway has been great. From Venom to Guardians, Silk Surf, this you know, all of it's been. And, and you know what, man. Um. He kind of like get little breadcrumbs, I guess, in his books. You know, everywhere, everywhere, all of them. All of them you know, <laughs> and with this the symbiote thing, if I'm gonna do a little backstory of what I mean, how it's going on right now, and the 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 um the symbionts had a, a god called Noel, and Noel actually appeared in the books of Thor under Jason Aaron, I believe. If I'm saying that right, yeah. Right. It's a, it was it's like a mini series or something that he appeared in um one of the Thor's um mini series. Then, you mm-hmm. know, he made an appearance also again, um and somewhere else I can't remember, but he made a reference in the um Thor big event they had this past summer and um and he made a um Medica, Medica, what is the the dark elf name? Um damn, I can't think of his name. Uh, Malakas. Ah, that's Malakas. it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually got Venom and made a sword out of Venom in that run. I'm like, oh, damn. Because, you know, they had history together. And I think what um, Dunny did, he got that story from Jason Aaron and kind of ran with it. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay. That's, I guess that's my opinion. I, I mean, I'm, I read so much and I'm trying to piece things together. So, no, I think he definitely takes a lot of the current continuity. And then he kind of takes it as his own, and he starts to kind of like lay some, like a, like a little path, like you said, like breadcrumbs, um, because you know it. It's not. It, it's too convenient for like it, you know his Silver Surfer book to also have Null in it, you know, right. and then yeah. <laughs> you know Absolute Carnage happens, right, and then all the stuff that you were telling me because I kind of dropped off of it. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, War of the Realms, right, right, right. You know all of those things. Like it's it's clear that there is a lot of like planning, and it's clear that Donnie really had some sort of vision. Like, hey guys, I'm gonna do this event, and you know I need to put these pieces in place. And you're kind of seeing them all come together now for absolute carnage. Yeah, and that's, I I totally agree with you on that, man. Because I mean I miss a lot of stuff. I haven't read Silver Surfer, but he's writing it. Did you pick it up? Uh yeah, I got a copy. Um, I got a copy back 
yeah, a while ago, I can't remember when, I picked up the first issue, um, and I need to finish out the rest of them, but the first issue of it does end with him, you know, I guess, spoilers, uh, meeting Null. And this was a, and the, the book starts from where his Guardians book begins. Because, you know, in his run of Guardians, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do with Thanos' body, and then, like, all hell kind of breaks loose. Um, someone gets the body of Thanos, and, you know, some people escape, and then others kind of, like, fall into this, like, portal this like a hole right yeah i got to go back and read that i'm, I'm trying to remember that man <laughs> yeah it's in the first it's in the first issue of, of uh cases run of guardians and silver surfer is one of the ones that kind of got sucked into this kind of black hole and the silver surfer book starts uh, right from there so it all connects right see that's um, what i'm talking about he, he's doing his work i mean he's connecting his things i mean you actually, you actually can actually, huh? I'm tongue twist. <laughs> actually, can follow his work. I mean, from this book to that book. So it's it's pretty interesting, man. To how he's going to go with this whole know of the Sibians and everything like that, because I think where they started it was total darkness, and he was a badass. Um, the um the god Noel. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I that's, I kind of kind of dig him piggybacking off of Jason Aaron's creation. Back in yeah. Thor, and they make it his own, like you said before. So I think yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, bringing in all of his books, and and if you get a chance, pick up that Silver Surfer on his him and um, Trapmore on uh, the art, and it's like it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, I might be picking up the fourth printing. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think, yeah, it's the, I think it's in the fourth printing right now, man. Yeah, good luck. I got I got me my my issue one. Well, you First got me, printing. You got me on that one because you're usually behind on a lot of things, David. I'm so behind on everything. Yeah, David, you really are, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking bad about you, but I'm. I'm even worse. <laughs> so it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We both. I got, I got my cue that I'm caught up with. I'm caught up in absolute carnage. Right. That? Yeah, and hence that's what this podcast is about. Is about absolute carnage. I'm glad you said that. Now, for my listeners who are you know avid comic book readers or just want to start reading comic books. I don't know. This is not the great jumping point on for um, a beginner, <laughs> but I, I I think it's almost inaccessible to be honest. <laughs> yeah, oh man. So yeah. So the story is this: like we said before, is that Noel was the god of all the symbionts, and what happened is, you know, back in the day, it was the planet of the symbionts, whatever. But it was actually a prison for him. In other words. Yeah, and he kind of got out <laughs> of the prison. It's like a prison of symbiotes. Yes, yes. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So what happened is, man, I'm before leading up to this um big event, Dunny Case had did a, um he had one shots done by different writers. You know, he mm -hmm. did Cullen Bunn did a one shot, I believe, and uh, Frank Thierry did a um, one shot, and they kind of all lead up to this big event. So what happened is Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage, he kind of died. I, I don't know when he died, but. <laughs> yeah. no, he he kind of died. He, he died. He, he's back now. So yeah. some, somebody, he is, it's a cult of Carnage. They actually digged up the body <laughs> and placed him in something, right? Mm -hmm. And um, then what happened is they revived him. But then they revived them. They brought back pieces of Grendel. 
Grendel is uh, was a piece of Noel. It was some type of beast. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, it was a beast. Yeah, right. And um, see, David should have been reading reading Venom. <laughs> okay, I only have so much money. There's so many books. <laughs> so this appeared in that one shot. Then it goes into Venom, the um the ongoing series of Venom. So mm-hmm. Venom's fighting Grendel, and he's teaming up with um, Miles Morales, um, aka Spider Man, the other Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of man. You got two Spider Man in the same universe now. Yeah. And um, they get together, team up, and stuff like that, and it, it stops from right there. Now moving forward to this big event, Carnage is actually killing people for a codex. That's it's a gene. Anybody who actually had was given the power or had the symbiont in their body, any uh, as a host, yeah, he's coming for them. <laughs> yeah, because 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 everyone that's worn the suit is left with a piece of the codex, right? Right. right. And go ahead. I was gonna say in that codex, if I remember correctly, that codex is what links back to like the hive, right? Right. It's all. Hive. That's that's kind of like the whole point. There's a whole hive that uh, Carnage is kind of uh, trying to connect to, right, to uh, Noel, to bring back Noel right. essentially. The, the God, and yeah. It, it, it's it's freaky, man. The way it is done, man. The art style of it, it's it's so freaky, and it it it, it goes with the storytelling, man. With the violence and and the 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 violence of it, dude, and just the way they the those things look. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, this is a creepy. It's a kind of a creepy comic. It is, and Stegman's art on it's great. But I mean, Stegman's always great. Um, so this is really no different. But like you're right, like it feels darker. It yes. feels like a little bit more horror esque, which makes sense. I mean, it's Carnage. Carnage is not necessarily a like a happy and fluffy kind of character, right? Like <laughs> right. if you can get worse than Venom, it would be Carnage, right? Yes. And the, the thing is, man, when I'm reading it, man, like you said, it's so like a horror feel to it, and like it's violent and it's creepy, and 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 it's saying a lot coming from a Spider-Man villain, right? And actually, yeah. Spider-Man, I was surprised Spider-Man first showed up in the first book. I'm like, right. oh, okay, which is kind of makes sense because it's all started with Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this one that they're they're, especially given the nature of this book, you know. Carnage is such a Spider-Man villain, and this whole thing is about Carnage going after everyone that has a uh, codex in them. If you ever think about anybody who's ever worn a symbiote, your first two thoughts uh, are going to be Eddie Brock and Peter Parker. And right, right, and then, so, and then, no, I mean, as a, I'm, I'm thinking as oh, when, I, when I read a lot of books with the uh, with Carnage t- tied to it with mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you think of you no, know, even Deadpool had a Carnage. Um, he he had it. Yeah. Um, who else? Wolverine had a um, Venom. I mean, you could go down the list, you know. And, and also, you had um, who else? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. I mean, the opening. I think the there was like a splash page, a two-page spread in issue one that kind of shows like a bunch of people who had the symbiote, the thing, Captain America. Yeah, I'm like, you know? damn. <laughs> um, it makes you realize just how many people really had the symbiote, right? Like it. You know, at first you always just kind of think of like the main three: Cletus, uh, Eddie, and um, and Peter. But and Flash Thompson too. got around, and Flash Thompson. And he's right? dead. But man, would it be something if that try to go to his grave? 
Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's out of the realm possibility. I'm, I'm, given... I'm, I'm calling this. I think they're going to end up trying to go and dig up his grave. He's freshly – he's not He's not in bones yet. He just – he <laughs> died. Fresh. He died. He's fresh. <laughs> I was like, he, he died like what, um, about 10 issues or 11 issues ago? Yeah, so like he – they're going to bring in Flash Thompson because Flash Thompson has such a big run of Venom, right, Agent Venom. Right. Um, I don't think we're going to – there's no way we're going to get out of this event without Flash Thompson and just, somehow showing up. And thinking about it, he was an anti-Venom at the end of this um Dan Slot run. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He was the anti-Venom. Um, so he's 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 run the gambit. Yeah, the only one he hasn't been yet is Carnage. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so he that might be a wild card, man. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, if it does happen, that'd be pretty good. I mean. Yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Y- yeah, you think so? I think it's going to happen. I think that's how he's going to come back. Um, and I wonder if they'll do something where they'll bring him back as the anti-venom. Right. Uh, yeah. And that might be how they kind of like stop this whole, uh, you know, rampage that Carnage and, is going and through. And be honest with you, man, I like the Flash Thompson run with Venom. I kind of yeah. I got a little late on it, and I said, oh, mm-hmm. man, another Venom, but... Agent of Venom was not bad, man. And, I mean, I really enjoyed him playing the part. It was good because it's, it's such a different take on Venom, right? It's very easy to make that book just be like, oh, well, Flash Tops is just going to be another Eddie Brock, you know? Right. Um, but they kind of, you know, they allowed him to be his his own in that. And, that and the thing is, Flash Thompson was a good guy. I mean, I mean, in the beginning, he was a bully to Peter, but. He right. had a good heart, and he had a rough childhood. If you go back to what's about his dad, his dad was an alcoholic and stuff like that. But at the end, and he has the- this whole like redemption and everything, right? He ends, you know, war hero and all that good stuff. You know, that's kind of how, you know, that that's a lot of what that Agent Venom book is <laughs> about. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, almost like he has atoned, and now he wants to keep atoning. Right, and that's the thing, man. Eddie Brock the same way, but Eddie Brock got a much much rougher, <laughs> right? Edgy, more edgy than um, Flash is. But, yeah, definitely. You know, but yeah, back to the book, man. Um, this you know it was just just crazy in the first book that it was so much going on, and you know, yeah. and you get Eddie Brock finally got his symbiont back after losing it, you know. And and he say I want to be part of you. He didn't want to be part of the semi because he lied to him. He the one right. that said he had gave him the cancer, I believe. Back in a, he he the one that lied to him. So he didn't yeah. want nothing to do with that uh, symbiont, right? Right. And um, yeah. so in that first book, he actually helped Eddie out, and they become Venom again. Yeah, it, it kind of in a push come to shove, right? Like. <laughs> You know, he yeah, got no choice. <laughs> he had no choice, right? Like, no pun intended, but just like he's at the subway, right? Right. And Carnage pushes him onto the tracks. And then the Venom suit's just like, well, we're bonding right now because that's that either happens or you die. And, and, and let's not forget that he's with he's with a kid who he keeps calling like his, his son, brother. His brother, right. But it, you find out, I can't remember his. This issue, I think it's by the end of this issue, but like it's not his brother. It's it's his son. It's his son. It's his son you know, right. He's sitting down with Peter at some like cafe, and Peter's just like, "That's you know, 
this is clearly this has to be your son. Yeah, um, you got, but he, he doesn't. You want to don't want to tell him. You got to tell him, Eddie. Otherwise, you got to tell him that is yeah. your son. So his son's name is Dylan, but Dylan doesn't know that he's uh, Eddie's. Uh, he does. Dylan doesn't know that Eddie is his father. Thinks that he's that they are brothers, um, and he's you know it's the it's the kind of classic like I'm trying to keep him safe. So right, he doesn't right. Need to know all this stuff about me. Right. Um, which kind of is a big motivation for him throughout this issue is like he's just trying to get Dylan someplace safe, essentially, and to try to outrun um, Carnage. Carnage. And, you know, th- and that book ended with them going to Ravencroft, which is a um, mental institution for the Kremlin insane. It's the yep. um, Arkham Asylum of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, you want to say basically. That. Yeah, so we they go there and try to go um try to say Norman Osborn, by the way, has the um Carnage symbiote anyway. Prior to him being the Red Goblin and back in the Amazing Spider-Man seven hundred or no leading up to that, he was the Red Goblin. So what happened is mm-hmm. he got it and he think he's Cletus Cassidy. His mind is warped. Yep. <laughs> so it's crazy, man. So they go over there try to save him. But, you know, they tried their best in issue one. They couldn't save um, Norman Osborn. He was part of now um, Carnage um, Minions. I, or I guess you don't want to say that. <laughs> right. But, yeah, like how he's changing people, right? It's like he has these, like, worms. Over, like, the kind like of worms. worms. Almost like, I think they're probably like bits of him in some fashion that he's just basically, like, throwing on people. Yeah, and I want to say like infecting them and, like, turning them into, like, mini carnages yo it is gross <laughs> it is it's, it is gross it is very gross and, but what was cool about that issue though is it's it is cool to see like you know spider-man and venom teaming up right like it's it's cool to see them kind of fighting back to back um against you know carnage and carnages like fleet of mini carnages um and, and I'll be honest with you, when they went to Ravencroft, like, I didn't even really think about Norman Osborn. And then when they're like, oh, yeah, he's going to go for Osborn, I was like, oh, right, the Red Goblin, because he was a Red Goblin for, like, gee, 15 minutes. Right, it was um, short. Yeah. It was super short. Um, but it seems like they turned Norman, because, like, the other people who he turns into, like, these, like, carnages. Those criminals are just regular criminals, you know, and, you know so they were there. Yeah, they seem almost like mindless. Right. But like when they turn Osborne, it's like Osborne is like another just carnage. But remember like, what mindless. I said? He think he's Cletus. <laughs> that's what that I'm is saying. true. And he does think he's Cletus, and that's why he still got his senses because <laughs> he he still think he's Cletus, you know. And that, that's the crazy part of, about the whole situation. And he think he's that yeah. person. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? and I and I will say that there is that one page. I think it's of Norman. Um, and he's got all the can't remember who's a, but someone has like the worms like all in their mouth and like their eyes is like kind of like bleeding with this like carnage stuff coming out of his eyes. Oh, that like, was it's, like, um Jameson's son. Oh yeah, um, Man Wolf. Yeah, uh, and it was discussed because Jameson's son, um, John lets them like, like kind of clears Ravencroft so that. You know, Pete and Eddie can kind of come in and try to like get Norman, and then he gets wrecked. Now, you see what I was talking about—the one shots before this. Yeah. Event? 
Man Wolf got affected at the one-on-one shots I was telling you about. He went to this um, city. There was a lot of bodies disappearing in the graves and stuff like that, and he got affected there. Right. So that comes back into play in the first issue of Absolute Carnage. So, I mean, I, I was pretty – I mean, I knew that. I mean, because they said back on – um, you know how comic, their books are, see, issue, whatever, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Go <laughs> so, do your homework. Yeah, go do your homework, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, so issue I mean, issue one was like, oh, damn, okay, we're going full throttle here, man. We're getting it done, you know. And so we go into issue two, and they're escaping Ravencroft, and they're trying their best to um, get away. And they did, and actually Eddie Venom – Grew. I mean, he made wings. He started flying, gliding. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So, I was like, when could you do that? <laughs> yeah. And see, that's the thing. He he couldn't do that in previous books, and that's the thing. That's why I was trying to tell you, David, that Donny Case has been writing Venom for a while now. He started adding more different powers and stuff, and like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick up a trade. <laughs> yeah, pick up the trade, dude. Just pick up the uh, trade. <laughs> and actually, real quick, before we, before we get further into issue two, I want to rewind real quick to issue one. Because we forgot about the maker. Oh, dude, I, I, that was going to come into play. Was that issue yeah. one? That was an issue one because then after the the fight at the uh, like the cafe, um, Eddie's like, "Well, we've got to get the help. We need to fi- we need to figure out a way that we can." No, that was issue two. I well, no, no, it's issue one. I'm, I'm, I'm sure? looking at it. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm looking at it. Looking at it. Damn. Um, and. You know they're they're trying to figure out like how do we re- safely remove the codex from people? Oh, that's right. Right, so that Carnage doesn't go after him because he's kind of connected. Like he can feel the codex, so that's how he's finding people. Right. Uh, so they're like, well, the only person that we know that's smart enough that's not like Doctor Strange. They gave all sorts of reasons why Richards. they couldn't. He said Reed like, Richards. He did say Reed, Reed Richards, <laughs> and but they go to the Maker. Which, <laughs> by the way, for those who don't know, he's the alternate version of Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe, which was destroyed. I think yeah. he's the only one, and Miles Morales is the only people. From that dead universe. Yeah, they just kind of took their favorites. They're like Miles Morales is popular in selling books. We'll keep him. Yeah, but the maker <laughs> is yeah, it's it's a, it's a different take on if Reed Richards was that damn sadistic. You know, yeah, he he's a smart dude. I mean, he actually put on a helmet. He extended his brain. Right. <laughs> it made it longer. Yeah, like, like physically longer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which. Yeah, so I thought that was that was interesting that they're going back to the maker, but the you know the maker is like, oh yeah, I totally have a thing that I can use to try to like extract and um, I, stuff from like the, the codex. I'm kind of glad and, you said that too because I'm sorry to cut you off, but the maker yeah. actually made an appearance in Venom. That's how we got the maker in this because the right. maker actually made his appearance in Venom. And I read that book. I'm like, what in the hell? He's in there. But now that's that's the plan. Dunny Case is laying out the breadcrumbs, and You're now make me pick up this Venom book, man. <laughs> yeah, man, you better pick it up, dude. I recommend you picking it because, up. Because that's that's the thing. Just a side note, because I know in the beginning we were talking about like if uh, a little bit of like new readers can read this or whatnot. It's so thick in its continuity that like if uh, it almost kind of feels like if you know some things about the characters. Um, it almost makes it a little bit more confusing because you're like, I know these things, but because I didn't read these other uh, books by Donnie, this now makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, the, that's right. You know, I, I shouldn't say that it doesn't make sense, but things happen. You're just like, I assume 
this was discussed elsewhere, uh, which is fine. You know, you know, I'm kind of a big, um, I kind of like when books are like, they reward you for like keeping up with the story. But I will say that Absolute Carnage, as someone who reads a ton of Spider-Man, um, that I don't, I don't know how accessible this book is, like new new reader friendly. Yo, I mean, I, I mean, you and I had the discussion, man. I told you when this was going to go on, I said, pick up Venom. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't listen to you. Didn't listen. Okay, come on, man. Anything <laughs> with Spider-Man related titles, I would probably pick them up. You know, I, I pick up yeah. um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Venom. Even if Silk come out, I pick up Silk. Yeah, but the thing is, you got to... So, like, we both buy a lot of books. Yes, we do. But, like, if I were to also buy all the Spider-Man books, it would be Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Ghost Spider, Miles Morales, Silk, <laughs> Venom. Like, the list just keeps going on and on and on. So, like, you know... Just keeping up with Spider Man is like fifty bucks a month, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. You know, good thing you're not an X Men reader. <laughs> no, that's its own universe. To me, we got Marvel, DC, and X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, almost, I got some listeners who are X Men fans. Man, don't we'll get mad at you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's be honest. So the X Men, they're. They're part of the the Marvel universe, but they're always off doing like their own thing. They always have. They they already have done their own thing, man. You're right about that. Yeah, but they always. but when they when they do their own thing, when their own thing trickles into the rest rest of the continuity of the Marvel universe, then you got problems. <laughs> yeah, that then then things are you're just kind of on your own. Yeah. But uh, but with Spider Man yeah. though, it's different. That's true, but I mean, I, I'll I'll pick up trades. It's gonna. I mean, Spider Man's my favorite, and I love Venom. Yeah, and so, so like, pick up the trades. Yeah, so like we said back in issue one, you mentioned the maker, so that plays in the part in issue two. Yeah, you know, and they go um to the maker, and maker actually got a freaking machine. And when I told you, and I'm I'm reading this, I said, oh, that's what the hell he was doing in Venom. You know, he had people looking for Venom and the symbionts and everything like that. And he said, I had people. I got somebody. I'm working for somebody. He said it in the dialogue in that book. Right. And he said, I'm working for somebody. You know, so that's that's an interesting thing for me also because the maker don't have the answer to no one. Yeah. He really and don't. Donnie's planting more seeds because back in issue one, because well, Eddie was just like, so why do you just have a machine to, like, pull out codexes just all of a sudden? Like, why do you already have, have one. this? Yeah. And, and the maker was, he says something on lines of, like, it's just better that you don't hear that answer and just be happy that the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Yes. Like, where he's just like, you don't want this answer. No, you do not. <laughs> just accept the help. So we know that this is going to come back. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. So, man, but, but I mean, reading um, issue two, um, they get to the maker. I'm trying to get it fast forward. It's almost to the end. That was kind of like shocking to me. And yeah. To you too. <laughs> also to you. I mean, so yeah. we go into they go to the maker now they're trying to um rescue more people I think at the time or they're trying to find, oh they were yo they were trying to find other people they were trying to find other people they were splitting up um right. and they're like okay well we're gonna have to because Eddie's like look we because they they couldn't they could not take on Carnage they're like we gotta go they fly off and then Peter and Eddie they're like we gotta get help but we need to let people know what's going on right right so and he's like so uh, peter's like i'll go find like uh, cap and wolverine, wolverine and right. like 
and Eddie was supposed to go find some other people. Right. Um, uh, but on the way to finding other people, um, <laughs> Eddie gets that call from the maker. Do you remember that part? Yeah, um, I think I do. Yeah. Well, he gets a call from the maker and he finds out the maker's like, Hey, so again, rewinding back to issue one, one of the bodies that was in the grave, Eddie was like, um, uh, Eddie was afraid that it was, um, what's her name? Anne, right? Yeah. Um, uh, his, his wife. wife and cause she had the suit, but the maker's like, yeah, but they, you know, they didn't take up her body because there was no codex, you know, and they kind of allude to basically saying like, when, you know, she passed, she, had it, she passed it to Dylan. Right. So his son has the codex, which means that Eddie's son is now a target of carnage. Right. Which is danger. Yeah, and he kind of like freaks out because, well, his son <laughs> is on, you know, Carnage's hit list. And the crazy part is, I read that, then I flipped to Venom, the ongoing series. You actually see the people going after Dylan. And really? Venom. See, I, see, I'm telling you this, man. Pick up Venom. If you don't, <laughs> go pick up the latest issue of Venom <laughs> sometime wow. this week. The, the latest issue? Yes. Get the latest one. <laughs> why not? Why not just go from the beginning with trades? Nah, you might want to get the latest issue. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, I feel like there's something that I need to know. <laughs> yes, you need to know because in that latest issue, a certain character appears at the last panel, and I, I remember um, this character was done by Mark Bagley. I said, like, "Oh shit, this is what he was working on in one of the miniseries." So Donny Casey actually got. The, I guess a committee of the writers said we're gonna use this character here, and I mean I'm not gonna spoil it for you until you buy the book. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll pick it up Wednesday. And you gonna say damn? I'll say so they brought out a character that Mark kept creating like in the miniseries. All of a sudden he appeared in the last um, panel. So yeah. we're gonna go back to now. I'm gonna fast forward back to what we were talking about. The absolute carnage is that um he told um Eddie that his son was actually the Codex. She passed the gene to her son. Right. And which, you know, like you said, the son is in serious shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we move to that part, that panel. Then we get into the city of New York. And we see the Scorpion and Miles Morales on um, Spider Man. They are fighting a buttload of carnage. Carnages? Yeah. I'm saying it. Yeah. Right? Carnage. Like, I just call them little mini carnages because yeah, the they're not Cletus. They're yeah. just like crazy little. Carnages. Carnages, yeah. So they, they are fighting them, right? So this also plays in the part of the miniseries in Miles Morales' Spider-Man also, which you and I talked about that earlier today. I really don't understand why they do a miniseries for that. It's right. going to be three parts. It should have been in the ongoing title. But anyway, right. so you see them fighting um, all the mini carnages. Carnages. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So they fighting, and remember Gorgon, Mark. I mean Matt Gorgon was um, Venom once upon a time, and right after him. So it it was amazing that they was fighting them and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden you see Venom show up and trying to help out, and Miles Morales was kicking ass. Man, he uses Venom blasts on him. It kind of affected him. Yeah, but real quick, not to cut you off, I want to say though. Like <laughs> Scorpion really shows his true colors because oh yes, Miles is like trying to protect the Scorpion 
and he's just like, you know, hey, you know, Scorpion, get behind me. You know, I'm going to help you fight. And he's helping. And then Scorpion gets out of this kind of like pit of carnages and just leaves Miles. Yes, he leaves Miles, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then him, Eddie man. shows up and is just like, don't be an ass. <laughs> and just yeah. like throws him back into the fight. Yes, he did. He did, man. And that's crazy. But that didn't help at all. That did not help, did not help even at, a little bit. None whatsoever. Because what happened to, to, to Scorpion after that? He got, Remember? He, yes, he tried to go into his spinal cord. That's where the codex is located. Yep. It's in the spinal cord. So Carnage, uh, Cletus, going into his spinal cord, he almost got him. But Miles saved him. And yep. what happened is Venom pulled Scorpion out of there, I believe. And mm-hmm. he couldn't walk. He's yeah, Scorpion's like, I can't feel my leg. Can't feel his leg. He cannot walk now. He got to pull. Eddie Brock is um, Venom is pulling him out, and soon he pulls him out. Here comes the um, become Carnage, the actual Carnage. Called the mini Carnage got Miles surrounded, and I'm like, oh man! And all the, all of a sudden, you see Miles surrounded by is covered in all these mini Carnages and stuff like that, and you see the last panel of that book that last page and you see he's got affected they're like oh man yep they got miles miles. (laughs) you son of a bitch (laughs) so so and that's the crazy part in that absolute carnage number two you see more of the his in that miniseries miles morales miniseries absolute carnage you see more of the action how how it transpired before that happened in um the main book right what led up to it yeah what led up to it so i like oh damn that's kind of some dick move. Yeah. <laughs> really, man. But, I mean, what I'm taking away from this book so far is that it's, it's going to change Spider-Man's, um, the Spider-Man, um, I guess, the way he deals with Venom now, I believe. Uh, if they if a writer want to go that route, you know, he's going to have a different light. He thinks about Eddie Brock not having a son now. Yeah, it's definitely going to kind of change that dynamic. Yes, that dynamic between those two. Yeah, I think that's going to change a whole lot. So, yeah, man. But so far, man, I've really been enjoying this book by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. And I think the book comes out twice a month. This one did. Yeah, Uh, I think. Yeah, this came out twice. I think the third issue comes out like late, like mid to late September. Right, right. Um, it might be monthly after that. We'll, we'll see. Right. So if you guys have not picked up Absolute Carnage, I recommend you picking it up. If you like Venom and you like Carnage, you like Spider-Man, this is a book for you. You know, if you like a big um, fan of just violence and just the creepiness of a um, story, yeah, you might want to check this out, man. Don't yeah, you kind of agree? Is, yeah, this is definitely the, uh, uh, the probably the other, uh, uh, I guess creepiest of the Spider-Man books, I th- and I definitely do think if you're a Spider-Man fan or you know a fan of the symbiotes, you should read it. It's if you don't have all the knowledge, there is some things that are kind of lost right. on you, but like you can start to kind of pick it up um, so long as you have like you know some working knowledge of of the symbiotes and and all that. But uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah, we both kind of, we both highly recommend you guys go pick it up. Now, I know I was going to talk about how Marvel do all of the big events is money, you, but I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to rent that long because I think yeah. you and I talked about that. 
I'm kind of satisfied for what I got right now. I know Marvel trying to you know get their money and make a big events, but you know back in the day they were doing it a lot and it kind of toned down a little bit for this stuff. Which this this year they only had like actually three main events. One did them with Thor, one did them with the X Men right now, Jonathan Hitman, and now one did them with Spider Man. So. You say only three, but like it's September. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I <laughs> like, might have forgot something, but I mean, most of the books were like the X Men and stuff is kind of self-contained. Only dealing with X Men stuff. The Thor thing was mostly part of the Marvel Marvel universe, the Marvel continuity. Then, like all, um, of them, yeah. all of us involved. Everybody was involved. Um, but this right here, the Absolute Carnage, is mostly Spider Man. And it yeah. gonna deal with some of the um most some of the Marvel um characters too, also more Marvel characters. But this is more of a Carnage, Venom, Spider Man thing, you know, because E3 right here have been tangled for tangling for a long time. You know, they've been doing it for a while now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, David, I know you got a book out. I want you to talk about it briefly. Tell me what's going on with Forge. Yeah, man. So uh, you can find the web comic. Uh, uh, Forge at ForgeComics.com. Um, but yeah, right now it's an on, it's a uh, online web comic. I don't know if that's redundant. It is a web comic, thus it is online. Um, it is a all ages fantasy, and we're getting to the tail end of chapter four, which is for now, anyway, going to be the last chapter. And, uh, so that that goes up every one page goes up every Wednesday and Friday. And I'll be collecting it as a uh, as a trade, so there'll be physical copies with uh, some extras in there. So are you gonna do this on your web page? Um, that I could get the hard copy of it. I mean, the trade. Yeah. Your... So I'll I'll, uh, I'll post like where you can purchase, you know, on ForgeComic.com, uh, where you can place orders and whatnot to get uh, a copy of it. And I'll take it to conventions and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, it's a, like I said, it's all ages fantasy comic. You know, the art's done by Maggie Venable, who did well, all of the art. It's, and it's incredible. And then um, Adam Hollett is a letterer on that book, which I've worked with Adam on, uh, you know, a few different projects. And his letters are, are great. So the book looks very, very good. Um, so yeah, I was pretty lucky to have both of them on it. And but yeah, it's 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 fun. Check it out if you guys haven't. All right, cool. I would check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get my own trade um somewhere pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get you one. All right, cool. Well, oh yo, everybody, you can check me out on my social media um at justbeingamers um dot com, um also at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Just Being Amos Podcast. You can check that out. And David, how can people reach you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Helix and Meteors. Um, I pretty much just post about Forged. Uh, and then there's just also my website, davidpinkman.com, and there's, as I said before, forgedcomic.com for my, uh, my webcomic. Cool, cool, cool. Man, I appreciate you being on it once again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. See ya.
Just being an anus.